I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 782 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. Today is one of my favorite sports betting days of the year because we have one of the best all-day sweats of college basketball. Conference tournaments start off early going on all day. It is a fantastic day to be betting on sports and sweating some college hoops. And we had a nice turnaround last night, guys. 4-2 and two plus 0.92 units after a couple of rough days there. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, had a nice bounce back last night and swept the board in college basketball, getting hot at the right time. Uh, we had Western Kentucky getting it done for the team. Ohio State, yeah, why were the Buckeyes favored, man? They're the worst record, worst seeding, man, yet they were favored? Yep, you're damn right. Buckeyes came through for the team. West Virginia, take me home, country roads. Shenandoah River came up huge for the team. And one that we did have to sweat at all, which was very nice, the Oklahoma under. They barely cracked 100 points there, got the under 135. So uh, the only two that were our losses yesterday, Vancouver over 6.5. We had four goals going in the third, only got one more there. And then the LA Clippers, that one was an annoying one because actually beat the closing line, got over, uh, what was it, 229.5 for that one, closed 230, 230.5. Uh, but NBA continues to be uh, a very difficult sport to uh, to consistently cash out. But either way, 4-2. and two plus 0.92 units, we will take it, and we'll see if we can take that momentum into a big, big, big Thirsty Thursday. And again, if you like betting on sports, hopefully you're not stuck at the office or at work all day. Maybe you can you know, check in and, uh, I don't know, steal a, a couple seconds in the bathroom or at the, at the, uh, at the water cooler to double-check your scores. Uh, but today is a great day with wall-to-wall college basketball. With that being said, guys, I have a big card for you. You know I like to be co- consistent, fearless with discipline. I like to limit my bets. But I'm looking at the board today, and I'm seeing value, value, value. So I have 11 bets for you today. This is old school. This is like old school volume betting here. I'm a little nervous because, again, a lot of bets. You open yourself up to a big volatile night, big great night, you know, rough night. Uh, tread water. Hopefully it's a big night here, but 
I actually had more bets than that, and I tried to whittle them down to just the most valuable bets on the board, in my opinion, based on, not opinion, but based on the data here. So I have an 11-pack. I have eight bets in college basketball for you. Got a bunch of really short uh, short favorites here. Got some sides. Got a couple totals, uh, as well as three bets in the NHL. Uh, so it's a big, big night here. Get get ready. We're going to be sweating all day long. Again, hopefully we're setting ourselves up for a good night tonight because I really, really see a ton of value here in the college basketball slate. So 11 bets overall. This is, you know, usually I say, hey, got a lot to get to today, guys, or hey, it's a big day. It really is a big day today. So strap up, strap in, and let's get after it. Uh, before we dive into all of our sweats for today, guys, which, as I mentioned, we have quite a few of them. Uh, real quick housekeeping, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. All you have to do is go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Then every morning you wake up to fantastic sports betting coverage, letting you know what's going on at VEASAN in particular that day and, of course, across the sports betting market. So you let off today's newsletter with a ton of special uh, programming for March Madness. We have our betting the brackets. Sunday is going to be a huge day as we uh, unleash the bracket here. Uh, then we have all our conference tournament breakdowns. You also get um, a view from all the odds makers, Brent Musburger, Derek Stevens, the whole crew, Steve Mackinnon, Greg Hoops-Peterson, you'll have my sharp report. So just a ton of college basketball content today, and we're really going to get going on Sunday once we unveil the brackets. Uh, we will have two good betting guides coming out, our bracket strategy betting guide as well as our tournament betting guide. So I have, I'll have an article on how to create a contrarian bracket as well as some contrarian opportunities to uh, take advantage of betting against the public in March Madness. So those will be coming out, I believe, on Monday. Uh, and then you'll also get promos for legal sports books. I love the ones that we've been seeing the last couple days. Hey, Mass, Massachusetts. Uh, we go live tomorrow, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Cannot wait. And if you want to get yourself a leg up, you don't have to go through the hassle uh, tomorrow once you just want to get your plays in, do it today. Sign up for a DraftKings account, home of. Uh, Boston is home of DraftKings here. Uh, and you've, if you just go click the link in the newsletter, you just put in the promo code VEASAN, boom, you get $200 in free bets to get yourself started there. And as we suggested yesterday, use it on a plus money prop, uh, some kind of futures or just anything plus money. That way uh, you'll get more on the kickback versus laying a minus number. So all included today in uh, the newsletter, also links to all of our articles, all of our podcasts. We also have a promo for BetMGM as well. So a lot of baseball content as well. I buried the lead. I actually have two uh, data-driven baseball futures bets. I'm starting to get dabble in here. We're getting some data. I'm going to wait a little bit longer for more, but two that caught my eye that I'm going to share with you today. So a lot going on at VEASAN, and we'll have you covered wall-to-wall for all the different sports. That's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take the next step, in your sports betting journey, you're using all the free resources at Visa, and you're saying, hey, I'm doing pretty well, but I want more. Uh, when, you, when you get more, you become a member. That's when you get more. You get all of our um, betting guides, live stream of all the Visa shows, all of our uh, expert analysis and every all the articles beyond the paywall, all the best bets, and what I love, too, are those DraftKings percentages, looking at some low bets, higher dollars with some great, great percentages here with some totals that I noticed, like 40% bets under but 80% money. So uh, sign up. We have a great promo right now, only 19 bucks. Get you covered for all of March Madness. But there's also a great offer right now, a full year of VEASAN. Get yourself covered for the entire year. It's $199. I know it sounds like a lot, uh, but it's going to save you a ton of money off the normal monthly rate. Uh, so if you like VEASAN, you want to get yourself locked in, you, you, you take the hit with 199 and then boom, you're covered for the entire year. Uh, there's a great promo right now. You can always email uh, subscribe at VEASAN.com for more ins insider information, and you can just say, hey, sign me up for the 199 early referral, and Bill D and the crew will get you set up for that. But I just noticed there's a good good long-term uh, you know, full-year annual breakdown there with a great discount. Year of VEASAN, only 199 Then lastly, get on Twitter. 
Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And you guessed it. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. Aaron Rodgers, will he sign with the uh, with the Jets here? You know, what's going on uh, across the sports betting market? Twitter's where you get that info first. So you'll get breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message people, uh, MLB lineups coming out, scratch starting pitchers, NBA load management, starting goalies in hockey. Very important here to be on Twitter and get this info first. So if you haven't done it yet, Make sure you sign up for Twitter. It's free. Follow at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. So, taking a breath here, guys. I'm telling you, it's a big day today. Knock on wood, because I got quite a few sweats. I got 11 bets here I can't wait to share with you, as well as two futures in Major League Baseball, a sharp data-driven approach, bets and dollars on two teams to win their division. Uh, But before we dive into all of our sweats today, Again, I think there's a couple things we want to lean on right now in college basketball. One, I incorporated a couple more totals. We'll get to that. Uh, kind of got me going there with that Oklahoma under with the neutral court under trend. Uh, and then also, you know, fishy numbers, short numbers. Why is it almost like that Ohio State? Why is a team with the worst record worth seeding? Pay attention to seeding um, because, you know, the public betting these games will just say, oh, the seven seeds playing the 10 seed, seven seeds better. They got to win. They got to cover. Boom. Uh, could create some value to go the other way, especially when your worst seed team is favored, like that Ohio State matchup. So those are kind of the angles I'm looking at here. And then, of course, applying our Ken Palm edges, our betting systems, bets and dollars, everything that we always look at. So first one on the board for me, eight-pack today. Strap up, strap in. And I'll just tell you right now real quick, as always, bet trist, not bet to win flat betting anytime. No matter how many bets you have in a day, you could have one, two, or three. You could have 10. You could have 11. You could have 15. It's always flat betting, which means one unit per play, risking one unit, 3% of your bankroll per play. It's very important, especially when you have what I like to call a volume day with a lot of bets across the board. So uh, just wanted to mention that. But first one for me, guys, I'm going with to start the day. And by the way, there are day sweats that uh, if you read the newsletter, you know what I'm on. But first one for me in terms of games that are coming out later today in time for today's podcast I'm going Virginia, baby. Give me the Cavs. Uh, Cavs are playing North Carolina. This is the ACC quarterfinals. Uh, UNC is 20-12. and 12. They've won four of five. They just crushed BC yesterday, 85-61, as a 10.5-point favorite in the first round of the ACC tournament. Meanwhile, Virginia, they are 23-6, and six, number 13 in the country. They're coming off a bye, and they've won two straight. They just beat Louisville 75-60 in the regular season finale. Did not cover, though, as an 18.5-point home favorite. So what have we seen across the market here? Line move to Virginia. I'm on Virginia on the money line. Got him at minus 130. What I like about this one is not just the line move to Virginia, going from minus one up to minus two and a half. They were minus two this morning, so further movement from the overnight line to the morning bets pod to now, consistent movement. I always like it when it's continuing to go in the same direction. If it goes the other way, that's when I get a little nervous. But consistent movement toward Virginia. And the thing I like about Virginia you're like, oh, they're number 13. UNC's unranked. That's the obvious play, Virginia. But the public actually likes North Carolina here. That's what makes me really uh, like Virginia is that the public's not just going off the rankings. They see North Carolina. It's like the Yankees, the pinstripes, you know, the Dodgers, you know, a big team that uh, just the public has that sentimental kind of bias toward. And they obviously had coming off a huge win yesterday. They won four or five. So if you look across the board, uh, Virginia's only getting 37% of bets. Uh, You're getting 63% of bets, almost two-thirds of bets, on North Carolina taking the points. Yet, this line continues to move toward Virginia. So, why is the line going to UVA if the public's on the Tar Heels? Tells me pro-smart money, uh, reverse line movement, is on this fade-the-trendy-dog contrarian favorite with UVA. 
Again, they're only getting 37% of bets, but 59% of the money. Really good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Uh, you also have um, Virginia here. Again, I think it's important, like rest versus rust. Uh, we saw yesterday with Richmond and George Mason how George Mason was the rested team. Richmond was coming off a win back-to-back -back days while the rested team, uh, you know, had the advantage there. So, again, I think it's a, you know, rest versus rust is kind of a, uh, you know, a consistent back-and-forth question whether you want to be rested or whether, you know, that rest can make you rusty. Well, this time of year with these teams off a of bye, I'm thinking maybe the, the rested team has the advantage, especially, again, with that George. I know it's a one-game one sample there. Um, but I've seen other kind of models or other uh, games that kind of fit that model where the rested team does well also. So anyway, rest versus rust, uh, better defense, 61 a game, 61 game uh, points per game allowed versus 71. Better field goal shooting team, 45% versus 42%. And, of course, the experience with Virginia and Tony Bennett. I'm going UVA. Give me the Cavs. It's a fade the trendy dog, public Tar Heels, yet line going to Virginia. I am on UVA. Got a minus 130 this morning. Now you're looking at around a minus 145. Uh, with Virginia keep on cruising next one up here um, I'm going to take a shot on the Tulsa and Wichita State under I've really been trying to hone in on these neutral court unders you know I've kind of been more focused on sides but last night with that Oklahoma State game sailing under kind of got me thinking hey why, why aren't we making more money off these unders so this is kind of a blueprint under for me Tulsa Wichita State give me the under 138 uh, blueprint play because number one Line fell. Uh, Tulsa, Wichita State, it opened at 139.5. You're now down to 138. Looks like it may even get down to 137.5. We have seen neutral court unders do pretty well. Uh, they've, they've kind of were treading water much of the year, and they've kind of ticked up uh, in conference tournament play where you've been around a 56% here uh, rate to start. Uh, but what I really like about this under, not just the line falling, but it's a neutral court, as we mentioned. Again, tough to know the sight lines. It's an unfamiliar um, spot here for both teams. It's a road game. The nerves, again, you have some tired teams that are playing a back-to-back. Just a good overall uh, perfect storm here to, to sweat unders like that OK State game last night. But what I really like about this one is, number one, not just the line movement to the under, but a great bet split. Uh, this is only 49% of bets on the Tulsa-Wichita State under, but it's taking into account 80% of the money. Again, 50-50, 49%, yet 80% of money on Wichita State under, causing this line to fall. So that is a plus 31% under sharp bet discrepancy. Then I also look at uh, pace of play. Tulsa is uh, pretty slow here, 68.1, and you have Wichita State a 66.4. So both teams are really, really slow in this one. Uh, with the uh, with Tulsa and Wichita State. You also have a big spread under. Wichita State is favored by 15 and a half. So hopefully you get up big, take your foot off the gas. So we have a line move to the under, a great low bets, higher dollar bet split to the under. We have two slow teams. We have a big spread. Take your foot off the gas. Just get it, get out, get out of there with a win. Stop scoring, chew up the clock, and end the game. So give me the Tulsa, Wichita State, under 138. Keep on cruising. Next one for me, I'm going to go a fishy one here. Give me Arkansas. Let's go Razorbacks. 7 o'clock game against Auburn. This one caught my eye as one that kind of feels like Ohio State last night. Just doesn't make that much sense. Uh, Arkansas opened as a actually a dog in this one. Some shops had Auburn minus 1. We've now flipped all the way to Arkansas minus 3. So, woo-woo! We got a, um, a, a dog-to-fave line move, one of my favorite betting systems. Fade trendy dogs, go with the dog-to-fave line move. Again, it takes a lot of money to flip a favorite designation. So going from plus one Arkansas, now all the way to minus three. Tells me a lot of respected money has come in in Arkansas. Also, this is fishy, like that Ohio State one, because Arkansas is your 10 seed in the SEC tournament, and Auburn is your 7 seed. 
So why is the line moving so big, bigly, I should say, to the number 10 team? Shouldn't it be going to the 7 team? Again, anytime you see a line moving toward the worst C or worst record team, that always is a fishy spot that I like to get down on. Uh, Ken Palm does have Arkansas winning by one. It is kind of a buy low because Arkansas has lost three straight. Um, and Auburn is coming off a big win over Tennessee. Actually had him in that game, 79-70. But if you look at some of the metrics, better field goal shooting team for Arkansas. Hopefully they can make their shots 48% versus 44%. And it's also a revenge game. They only played, I believe, one time this year. Auburn won 72-59. But again, this screams deja vu with Ohio State. Why is Arkansas getting this huge dog-to-fave line move, plus one to minus three, if they're the 10 seed and they've lost three straight and they're playing a seven seed who's coming off a big win? Uh, tells me you got respected money on Arkansas. Shop around. I got Arkansas at minus 150. Keep on cruising. Next one up. I told you I got a lot of them. Uh, UNLV and Boise State. I'm going under here. I got a few unders today, guys. Uh, give me the UNLV, Boise State, under uh, 138. You may be – I think you get a 138. I do see some 137.5 out there. Uh, but anyway, like this under for a few reasons. The total fell. 140 and a half to 138 or 137 and a half. So respect the money going under only 40% of bets on the under. So public's over yet. The line fell. Why are the odds makers dropping this total? If the public's on the over, why are they giving out a better number to come take the over? Well, it's because respect the money hit this under neutral court, of course, uh, which we love to uh, lean to the under on neutral courts. Great, great bet split. As I mentioned, 40% versus 64% and also tempo uh, Boise state, Actually had a pretty good line move. Boise went from minus 3.5 to minus 5.5, but they are a 66.7 tempo. UNLV just 69.8. So two slower teams. Again, if you're using this tempo stat, you're going to go to Ken Palm and go to the uh, go to the, the basically the homepage once you log in and hit adjusted tempo. Boom. If you're above 70, you're fast. If you're below 70, you're slow here. Uh, but you have Boise State, again, with this uh, drop in the total, really good bet split, two slow-paced teams. I'm going Boise under 138. Keep on cruising. Now we're getting to the late games. Uh, 9.30. Let's go Clemson, baby. I'm on Clemson. Doesn't make any sense here. Looks pretty fishy. Give me the fishy side. Uh, NC State Clemson. Uh, Clemson actually went from a two-and-a-half point dog all the way now down to a pick em. And I see some shops even Clemson minus one. So just like we saw that big move to Arkansas, huge move here to Clemson. Again, almost dog to fave. You're pretty much a pick em or some books are minus one Clemson. But again, you open Clemson getting two and a half. So why are we seeing such a drastic move toward Clemson? Uh, if you look at uh, the percentages here, another really sharp play because the public's all over NC State. Uh, NC State's coming off a massive win. They crushed Virginia Tech yesterday, 97 to 77. Uh, but this would be kind of that rested uh, versus tired team. You know, NC State played yesterday. Obviously, you can't wait to play again if you have a big win. Get right back out there with your boys and hopefully uh, get another one going, keep the momentum going. But Clemson's rested. They haven't played since the fourth. They're coming off a bye. NC State, again, played yesterday and had a big win. This is one of your top contrarian plays, though, 930 tonight, because only 35% of bets are on Clemson. Two-thirds of bets, pretty much, are taking NC State, yet this line is flipping dog to fave toward Clemson. Uh, so good bet split. Again, only about 35% bets, but almost half the money. It's a fade the trendy dog play. It's rested uh, versus tired. Clemson has the better defense, 68 a game versus 71. Better field goal shooting, 47% versus 45%. And here's the kicker. Maybe Clemson just is a good matchup uh, against NC State. Or flip it the other way, NC State uh, doesn't match up well against Clemson because Clemson is 2-0 versus NC State this year. Uh, they beat them 96-71 and 78-64. They're 5-0 head-to-head against NC State. So I'll take the rested team. Really sharp uh, dog to fave or dog to pick them line move. 
I'm on Clemson at a basically a pick'em price. Here's a little um, little tip for you as well. If you're at a, at a game with a uh, line with a pick'em, it's usually zero minus one ten both sides. You go to the money line, it might be minus one fifteen, minus one hundred five. So don't just automatically take the pick'em. Compare it to the money line. Save yourself any juice you can. Uh, but I got this one at a uh, at Clemson uh, at a pick'em at minus one ten. Keep on cruising. Uh, late night sweats here for you. Another under. I'm going LSU Vanderbilt. 9.30 p.m., give me the under here. Uh, again, fitting our model with uh, slow pace, sharp line move to the under, good low bets, higher dollar bet split, uh, and a uh, neutral court under as well. So LSU Vandy, this total open at 144. You're now down to 142. Uh, I'll take the under 142 now. Some books are even creeping down to 141. But you got a line move to the under, neutral court, of course, really good bet split to the under. Only 47% of bets, but 78% of the money is on this Vandy under. Uh, two really slow-paced teams, 66.4 tempo, 65.9 tempo. Uh, you have seen a little movement toward Vandy. I think they're minus four up to four and a half. Uh, but I'll be taking the under in this one. You did see LSU. Uh, LSU played yesterday. Vandy's rested. LSU beat Georgia 72-67. Uh, but I'll be taking the under in this one. Again, really good bet split. And that's kind of my thought process, guys. I want the total to fall. I don't want it to fall too much like an under 140, and now it's 135. But if you can keep it at least a couple points close to the triggering number, you got a good low bets, higher dollar bet split, uh, and you got some slow-paced teams on a neutral court, boom, that's kind of my my model here right now. So give me LSU Vandy, under 142. Uh, keep on cruising, two more for you. Sienna, going Sienna Saints late night. Uh, this is what I would call the obscure line move. It's a very low bet game, 930. So many great games today. Public didn't wake up and say, you know what? Niagara, Siena. That's the game I want to go to the bar and sweat. Nope. You look at the bartender and say, can you put on Siena, Niagara? They're like, what are you talking about? Uh, no, thank you. Give me. They'll probably be playing. That's a 930 game. LSU, Vandy will be on. TCUK State. Villanova, Creighton. I mean, there's way better games that uh, you're probably not going to get what you want. You're probably going to have to pop open your ESPN Plus app and watch that thing on your own. But anyway, that's what I'll be doing on my iPad. Sienna. I'm going Sienna on the money line, guys. Uh, Sienna versus Niagara. Sienna, obscure line move, low bet game, but the line's going to Sienna. They open as a very short two-point favorite. Now they've been bet up to minus three, and I do see some shops even creeping up to minus three and a half. So again, public doesn't care about this game, but Sharps have really targeted it. Uh, you're now looking at Siena minus 165 on the money line. Continued movement in their favor. Ken Palm has them winning by four. Uh, he's got them winning 68-64, number 203 versus 261. It's kind of a buy low spot because Siena's lost five straight, but Niagara has also lost five of their last six, so both teams have struggled. But the advantage would be offensively, 69 points a game versus 65. Rebounding, 34 versus 31. Assists. 13 versus 11 blocks, four versus two. So a lot of the supplementary stat categories favor Sienna here. And we have seen this low bet obscure line move. So I'm going Sienna again, minus two to minus now three and a half money line minus 165. Last play of the night for me. It's going to be a late night, 1130 PM. I'm staying up late to sweat Utah state on the money line against New Mexico. Give me Utah state uh, shop round another minus 165 here. And also got a great email from somebody uh, who told me, you know what? I was skeptical of you with all your short money line favorites, but over the last week I lost like three games uh, laying a two and a half or a three when the team won by one and I would have won on my money line. So I've seen the light uh, and now I am betting short money line favorites. So again, I'm happy to hear that. And again, you were, you are going to give back a little more or you're going to forfeit some money. You know, you know, late you go minus 160, team wins by 10. You said, hey, why don't I just take the spread? Uh, but this is something that you got to decide for yourself as a better. I'd rather uh, win something a little less than, than maybe the maximum 
versus losing money. That's kind of my thought process and just keep grinding at these short money line home favorites. So, uh, again, I appreciate that that uh, email, and I will uh, reply to that email, uh, my friend. If, you, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, New Mexico and Utah State. Give me Utah State on the money line. This game is very similar to Siena. Uh, Utah State opened minus 2.5. Now you're up to minus 3.5, so line move in favor of Utah State. They're getting 60% of bets, but almost 75% of the money, so pretty good low bets, higher dollar bet split there. Modest public support, but also big sharp action. Ken Palm's got him winning by 2, so you're not really in the Ken Palm edge anymore. He does have him ranked higher, 23 versus 49. Uh, Utah State is 1-5 straight, playing good basketball. Also, this is your, again, rest versus rust. This is your rested team uh, with... Um, uh, with Utah State, they have not played since the fourth versus uh, New Mexico, who played yesterday and beat Wyoming, eighty-seven to seventy-six. Uh, so you're rested here, coming off the bye. Also, conference play. Utah State in conference play, they're thirteen and five versus uh, New Mexico, just eight and ten. And Utah State did beat um, New Mexico their one game this year, eighty-four seventy-three, back on February first. So not that long ago. So again, sharp line move. Uh, we got a, a decent Ken Palm number here. Better in conference, uh, I'm going with Utah State here. On the money line, minus 165. So, for those playing at home, it's going to be a big one tonight. Hopefully a successful one. My eight bets in college basketball. Virginia, minus 145, money line. Arkansas, minus 150, money line. Boise, under 138. Clemson, pick, minus 110. Siena, money line, minus 165. Utah State, money line, minus 165. Vandy, under 142. And Tulsa, under 138. That about does it for the first half of the VEASAN Market Insights Pod, episode 782. But we got a little more to get to. I told you it's going to be a big day. The eight sweats down. I got three more. It's a big NHL night. Uh, see if we can get back in uh, in the swing of things in hockey. And then to finish up the pod, I'm going to get you a little bit excited for baseball. Uh, because MLB, we uh, the Red Sox are still undefeated. In spring training, unbelievable. But I just got my first batch. I've been waiting. I've been saying, John Ewing, where are you at, buddy? Give me those breakdowns, bets and dollars uh, for all these MLB futures. So I got my first batch, and two different teams caught my eye to win their division. Uh, And I'll tell you who those teams are from a data-driven perspective. When we return in episode 782 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp data-driven contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. March Madness is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a big, and I mean a big, Thursday here. I got wall-to-wall college basketball sweats. We're going to get to a couple NHL plays here as well, finish up with some MLB futures. But it was nice to see us bounce back last night. A couple rough days to start the week. Got back in the green 4-2, plus 0.92 units, paced by a 4-0 in college basketball. You love to see it. So hopefully we can uh, continue that momentum uh, from yesterday and last night into today. So ran through all of our college basketball sweats, uh, Virginia money line, Arkansas money line, Boise under, Clemson pick, Siena money line, Utah State money line, Vandy under, Tulsa under. Now let's go over to some NHL games for tonight. So uh, first NHL sweat for me, if it's a Boston Bruins night and they're less than minus 200, it's a Boston Bruins bet. So give me the bees tonight, guys. They're at home against Edmonton. Now this isn't a perfect play. To me, it's a value play. It's not a sharp play uh, because it's a value play. Because you're getting the best team in hockey, maybe, possibly, and they're on pace to be the best regular season team of all time at a pretty short number, only minus 160. Now, the Bruins did open around minus 175, so the line did tick down a little bit. So fully admit, if you like Edmonton, there has been a little bit of line movement in favor of the Oilers. But I'm sticking with the Bruins here. I almost uh, It's almost like out of principle here how good the Bruins are and how very rare you get a team like this in a regular season like this that I'm pretty much going to play in the rest of the way, almost just out of principle. So, I mean, if they're minus 300, I won't be doing that. But, again, you give me less than minus 200, I'm going to be riding the bees all uh, all year long. Uh, I am hoping that they uh, win the Stanley Cup because I did get them uh, back at the Encore at plus, what did I get, plus 450. So, hoping I can cash that one. That would be nice. But, anyway, give me the Bruins. The line did dip a bit. But the really good angle with the Bruins is a rested favorite system match. The Bruins have had four days off. They haven't played in quite a while here. They did a 
Pucks for Paddles, a uh, pretty cool thing that Patrice Bergeron does. To um, It's a fundraiser for Special Olympics, but, you know, they had four days off. They did a fundraiser in, in the bean, um, raised a lot of money, which is awesome for charity. But whole point being, they played a pretty grueling schedule, and then you had four days off. That's a really great uh, break there. And when you look at these rested home favorites, if you're a home favorite with four days or more between your last game and this game, you are 35-15, and 15, 70% this year. Uh, so it's been a great spot to back these rested home favorites that would match with Boston. You're going to get Linus Olmark. Again, tons of rest and good to go here. Boston last played the fourth. The Oilers last played on the sixth, so a little bit of rest versus tired. Uh, but the Bruins are 42-8 and eight as a favorite. They're 26-2-3 and three at home. Uh, both teams' offense about equal, 3.8 goals a game, but defensively only 2.1 allowed versus 3.4. Bruins have won 10 straight. They just beat Edmonton 3-2 on a road trip back uh, late February. Uh, better penalty kill as well, 87% versus 75%. So, again, you're giving me the Bs. It's not a sharp play. There's no line movement in their favor. A little bit of a dip here, but I'm going to buy low on this dip. And I'm going to go with uh, the Bruins here. Best team in hockey. Maybe the best team ever at a very short number in a really good rested spot. So give me the Bruins. Got the Bs. I got them at minus 170 earlier today. It has dipped a little bit. Now you can get around a minus 160 or minus 165. Uh, next bet for me. I'm going to go Dallas Stars. I bet the Stars the other night. They let me down. Uh, they had a couple of great comebacks and uh, ended up blowing it there at, at the very end of overtime or regulation. I forgot when that was. But anyway, uh, give me the Dallas Stars. Uh, pretty good line move at Buffalo. The Stars open around a minus 145 road favorite. Now they're up to minus 165. Uh, if you look at non-division steam, 10 cents or more, two teams, two different divisions, lack of familiarity, go with the big move. Those teams are 315 and 208, 60% this year. If you are a road favorite in a sweet spot, so a road favorite between minus 150 and minus 200, you are 79 and 38, 68% with an 8% ROI, a road favorite versus a non-playoff team, 65%. So I have quite a few matches on Dallas here. It's also a rested play. Uh, Dallas last played on the 6th versus Buffalo playing on the 7th. Buffalo is playing their third game in four days, so a really tough schedule spot for the Sabres. Dallas is coming off that bad loss. You know, Sadly, I was on them. M many of you guys might have been on them too, but hopefully they get some revenge here, and they're frisky trying to get a win after a bad loss. Uh, Buffalo has lost four or five. Dallas is 26 and 18 as a favorite. They're 17, eight and five on the road. Buffalo is just 20 and 24 as a dog, 13, 17 and two at home. Uh, defensively, big advantage for Dallas, only giving up 2.7 a game versus 3.6 and better penalty kill, 83% versus 73%. So I'm going to sweat the Dallas Stars, hopefully getting a revenge game here for us, hopefully getting a win at Buffalo. Give me the Stars. I got them at minus 165. Then last play of the night for me, uh, and that's saying a lot because I got 11 sweats. Actually, I have more than that because I, uh, I got early sweats here in college basketball. Uh, but anyway, I'm going Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's go Lightning tonight, guys. They're at home against VGK. Saw a pretty good move toward Tampa Bay. They open as low as like minus 155. Now you're up to minus 165. So it matched that same system with Dallas, your non-division steam, 60% this year. Uh, home fave with a line move in a non-conference game, 65%. Home fave off a win, opponent off a loss, 66% the last four years, both matching with Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay is 35-16 and 16 as a favorite. They're 23-5-4 at home, and it's kind of a buy-low spot for Tampa. They've lost five of their last six. I even saw, I want to say it was a couple nights ago, Cooper, the coach, he benched Stamkos, Kucherov, and I think Braden Point because they just weren't playing well. Um, so that sends a pretty good message, I think. When you do that to your star players, it can go one of two ways. They can either turn on the coach or it can be a good wake-up call. I'm hoping it's a wake-up call. 
Uh, but that's a little little just factor, a little variable there that hopefully uh, will give them a bunch of uh, energy here tonight to get it done at home against VGK. Uh, better offense, 3.5 a game versus 3.2. But really, to me, the advantage is in goal. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Vasilevsky, obviously one of the best goalies in the world, but not as good as Linus Olmark, who I think is now minus 1,000. Show me your Linus Olmark plus 375 Vezina tickets. Let's go. Uh, Olmark's going to win it, but Vasilevsky's still one of the best goalies in hockey. Versus Jonathan Quick, who Vegas just picked up. He did get a win, I believe, his first game with VGK. But this is a turnaround. He's an older player. He's not that good anymore. Knock on wood. Watch, he'll pitch a shutout. I hope not. Uh, but I think there's a big advantage, Vasilevsky versus Quick, who's a newcomer and maybe uh, falls back to earth a little bit after a good debut. So give me Tampa. Got Tampa at minus 165. So Bruins minus 160, Dallas minus 165, Tampa minus 165. Can we get two out of three in hockey or more? That'll be pretty nice. Uh, finishing up the pod here today, guys, a big pod. Take your breath. We haven't had one a big one like this in a while. Uh, but now let's go over to MLB. Yes, the sun is shining in Boston right now. He still have six inches of snow. The snow is melting, which is great. But they're playing baseball down in Florida and Arizona. And before you know it, opening day is, I think, what, two weeks away, something like that. The WBC is going on right now, obviously. But I'm, I've been waiting and waiting for John Ewing to give me I'm like uh, Tyrone Biggums in the Chappelle skit. You got any, you got any of those data-driven uh, divisional odds for me there, John? Uh, so a couple I finally got and a couple that caught my eye. Uh, I'm gonna I'm only getting down on two right now because I've been doing some research and I, I like these plays and the data supports it. There could be some more, but I'll wait for another two weeks and then we'll bet some win totals as well. Just you know, waiting for any injuries or more bets to come in. Really, that's the whole point. Give it two more weeks of you know sharps to get down and kind of mold these numbers and we can pick off some sharp moves. But anyway two teams to win their division. We had a pretty good year last year, I remember, teams winning their division. And here are the two that caught my eye to start. First one, I'm going to go Cleveland Guardians to win the AL Central. Uh, Guardians are currently the favorite at plus 140. Twins are plus 200. White Sox are plus 240. Tigers are 20 to 1, and Royals are 40 to 1. So pretty much scratch off the Royals and Tigers. It ain't happening. Uh, But now let's go to uh, the White Sox. They're getting 10% bets, 9% money. Twins are getting 9% bets, 10% money. But look at the old Guardians. Terry Francona, plus 140. They're getting 43% of bets, but 63% of the money. That is a really good plus 20% smart money discrepancy, low bets, higher dollars. Uh, Obviously, they always have good pitching. They're good defensively. You've got a good manager in Francona. But I really put a lot of stock into them picking up Josh Bell. Uh, He's a good left-handed power hitter to give some protection there for Ramirez. So the Guardians are always that fundamental team. They're kind of like the Rays. It's a low payroll, but they're always competitive, and they always play fundamental. Uh, But looking at these bet splits, uh, plus 140, the favorite, 43% bet, 63% dollars. That's a pretty good discrepancy there. So I'm going Cleveland to win that division, plus 140, the AL Central. Then the other bet that caught my eye, St. Louis Cardinals. Give me the cards to win the NL Central. Maybe I should just call it the, the Central uh, part of the pod here. Uh, but the Cardinals open minus 115, very short favorite to win the NL Central. Now they're minus 125. Uh, they have competition in the Brewers, plus 160. Cubs are plus 600. But then you have the Pirates, 60 to 1. And you have the Reds, 66 to 1. So Reds and Pirates, you know, cross them off. Cubs, 600. They're in the conversation. I did like that Swans, uh, Dansby Swanson pickup. And the Brewers, they're always kind of in the hunt with, with their good pitching. But here's where it gets good. Uh, If you look at the Cubs, 29% bets, that's actually the most of any team in the division, but it's only taking into account 25% of the money. The Brewers are only getting 5% of bets, 3% of the money. So those are both public, public, and not even popular 
bets there with the Brewers and Cubs. Now to the Cardinals, 23% bets, but 42% of the money. A plus 19% discrepancy and the line move further toward the uh, Cardinals to win that division. So obviously you have Arenado, you have Goldschmidt. They picked up Wilson Contreras. I think that was a good move uh, to uh, offset Yadier Molina. And they're just a team that every year, year in and year out, is, is one of the teams in the hunt. So I like them to win that NL Central, and I love that minus 115 to minus 125 low bets, higher dollars line move. So give me the Cardinals uh, to win the NL Central, minus 125, with the Guardians to win the AL Central at plus 140. That about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 782. A jam-packed day of college basketball sweats and NHL late night. We even fit in a little MLB. So uh, hope springs eternal. Staring out the window waiting for spring. It's almost here. But anyway, guys, if you enjoy the Market Insights Podcast, if it's helped you to have a blueprint here, attacking sports and um, have a model, a system, looking at uh, percentages, line movement, data, bets and dollars, um, betting systems, reverse line moves, steam moves, Fade the trendy dogs, you know, dog to fave line moves, if, or flat betting, of course, and not parlaying. If any of the things that we talk about and have uh, helped you to think through sports betting, hopefully have made you a sharper better, beating some closing lines, hopefully you had a good night last night. If any of that is true and the pot has helped you along in your sports betting journey, you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding in the arena every day, then there's one thing I ask of you. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Also have a full chapter on how to bet March Madness, how to create a contrarian bracket, and Major League Baseball, which is right around the corner. So uh, all included in my book. If you want to pick up a copy, it would mean the world to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, tomorrow, mobile betting launches, 10 a.m. in Massachusetts. Tonight, we can still meet at the Encore uh, in, uh, in Boston Harbor. Uh, or, of course, out in New York uh, where handle records are getting broken every, uh, every month. And, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners where the lowest shoes possible is found at the South Point or at Stadium Swim. So when Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa with a Sharp Contrarian ticket in one hand and a peanut clot on the other, uh, and, of course, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me, and you're going to flash me from last night some CBB tickets, baby. Show me a Western Kentucky ticket, an Ohio State ticket, a WVU Shenandoah River ticket, an Oklahoma State under ticket. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. That about does it, guys. Enjoy your Thursday. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and if we can find that sweet spot, put ourselves in that position, games that fit our model simultaneously against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Say a prayer. It's a volume day. Hopefully we can uh, we can increase our volume with our winnings here today. But enjoy the sweats. Good luck. Uh, and do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Have a great day, guys. I'll see you tomorrow for Fade the Public Friday. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.